Radar about to be Hello and welcome to this awesome episode of Jam the Radar, episode number 81. I'm doing this one solo this evening, so ooh, right, I just outed myself that I record in the middle of the night because I don't sleep. But today's episode, we're going to be discussing video games uh, because February is going to be a crazy, crazy, crazy month. Um, I've got a list here of a bunch of stuff that just came out and a couple of ones that I care about because you know just of me being a nerd <laughs> so we've got here um oh i already know that's wrong ace combat 7 skies unknown which was released on january 18th it says here february 1st but it was released on the 18th we've got wargroove on the 1st of february etrian odyssey nexus on the 5th the occupation god eater 3 the liar princess and the blind prince on february 12th uh crackdown 3 uh, on february 15th far cry new dawn on february 15th jump force on february 15th metro exodus on february 15th yakuza kiwami on february 26th anthem on february 22nd anno 1800 uh a pc exclusive coming out on the 26th of february and dirt rally 2.0 on the 26th of february as well and trials rising on february 26th now all that i'm looking at it just it there's a bunch of them that i really like i want to play because i played the the past titles like crackdown 3 and god eater 3 but there's a point now where like it's it's coming to where we've got so many games coming out that uh I don't know what I want to play. <laughs> it's pretty bad. The Anthem VIP demo just ended for this weekend uh, through the 25th through the 27th uh, for people that pre-ordered it. And I mean, just talking about this game, it was it's just really weird because I was very ambivalent to all the things. You know, a video, a gameplay video can look really, really good. But if you have it in your hands, it can be a completely different experience, i.e. like the division um, back in the day. But after this VIP demo, holy crap, like, just give me the game now. Like, I just want it. I don't understand. Uh, they, I'm sure that they have plenty of stuff to work on it. The There was a memory leak that allowed, well, that disallowed people from like loading into their missions and stuff. So they had to like quit out the game, circumvent the memory leak by just loading back in and it was really weird but like that's i feel like that's just ea problems but uh, anthem dude like <laughs> it's the destiny killer from what i hear from other people like it's it fulfills everything in terms of like having awesome mech suits really good gunplay having really awesome mobility it's 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 everything that I've wanted in an open world action shooter title. Uh, so going backwards, I'm going to talk about Ace Combat 7 because I have played every Ace Combat game since the PlayStation and I love it. Like Ace Combat 4 was my favorite by far. Uh, I have a lot of really fond memories of that shit. And then 5 was when I started playing multiplayer and doing like the dogfights with other players and that shit was cool. But I never played 6 because it was exclusive to 360 and there was a time in my life when I was like just trying to focus on life. <laughs> but um, 
now that they've got seven out apparently if you get the launch edition it comes with ace combat six so what good news for me um but yeah no the i really really enjoyed the ace combat series the way that they tell the story through the eyes of like someone who is a i want to say a victim of a war a civil unrest and um it's t- told through the eyes of these people that idolize these hero pilots, these hero ace combat oh, roll credits, uh, fighter pilots who are the heroes of this war. And it's really, it's interesting to see these um, people who idolize these heroes, but the heroes themselves don't see benevolence, justice, true justice in their actions. It's almost like, you know, acts of war and everything, which is a really interesting dynamic I've liked about the Ace Combat series. It's something that other war games like um, Call of Duty really, really don't touch upon. Um, But uh, let's see. Um, Crackdown 3. Holy shit. Yeah, Crackdown 3 is another one that I I really want to play. So basic premise of Crackdown is you play a super super cop (laughs) with like powers and stuff you can leap tall buildings you don't take fall damage you're super strong you can lift cars and you have access to all these like crazy weapons and special agent like vehicles and gadgets and stuff it's pretty cool um the main draw of it is its collection um you collect the uh the heads no well, not you don't really collect the heads but you knock out all these targets that are on this hierarchy of the mob all while jumping around the city and collecting different orbs to enhance your specific abilities it's pretty cool it's one of those it's a time killer game like it's a good party game and with the new engines that i'm seeing um that i've been reading about apparently there's a mode where it's 100 destructible and you can make like a city be completely flat which is kind of cool like i uh, i want to see how that works because we talk about it but yeah <laughs> uh, next on the list is far cry new dawn um these are all the ones that i'm really really like super super biased and interested in uh so new dawn is a spin-off title off of far cry 5 which took place in hope county um montana oh god man it's been so long there it's weird how games seem like so far off away from when i played them but anyways spoiler alert that uh, that game the uh, main ending ends in a nuclear fallout <laughs> so New Dawn is a spinoff which takes place in that post-nuclear fallout area. Um, so there's different like mutated animals. There's all these crazy like apocalyptic weapons. People are going like crazy and they have different enclaves of survivors and stuff. It's pretty cool. It's not a AAA title and it's not like a full-blown Far Cry sequel. But in the vein of Far Cry Primal and other titles like that, it was very... Um, I'm just very excited for it just because the shooting mechanics and the gunplay in far cry have always been really really fun like i've just always enjoyed uh the weapons and and stuff in there in the fifth one there's a (laughs) there's a shovel launcher which is like the only weapon i use it's so fun but um but yeah no that's for for the people who are into like first person shooters like wild first person shooters that aren't really like not as serious as like halo or call of duty but still more um with more production value than something, let's say, like PUBG or something. Okay, moving on down the list, we've got Jump Force, which is something I've kind of been really, really excited for for years that I didn't even really know 
I was excited for that I didn't even know that I saw the tech demos for. So back in like 2009, 2000, yeah, so long, long, long ago, um, there were these talks of this open world Dragon Ball game and there was these tech demos of Goku flying around shooting Kamehameha's and like it was crazy oh and I've got my dog here friggin scratching away yep you good okay <laughs> Jesus all right but you know Jump Force it encompasses all of sh the Shonen Jump arcana i don't know how to the, the repertoire of characters they have everything from saint seiya um yu yu hakusho naruto dragon ball uh apparently death note is going to have an appearance in it uh yugioh is a playable character and just like anything that is um shonen jump something that's pretty cool is they announced the my hero academia character uh deku and i'm just i'm really hoping that they announce all might sometime before release date because i'd be down i'd give them all my money if all might is in that game <laughs> but it's a uh in the in the light of like 3d fighters it's kind of like an open world 3d fighter where you play a, a behind over the shoulder view of this of a fighter um and you pretty much just beat the crap of it out of everyone. You can throw people through canyon walls, buildings, and uh, it's you know we've we've read some shonen anime here at Jam the Radar, so it's definitely all up our alley. We grew up, or I grew up with Dragon Ball Z and all this shit, and uh, it, it was slowly like bad. Toonami, Toonami was the reason why I'm in anime today. It's it's. <laughs> I love it. God bless it. R.I.P. But um, let's see. Moving on down the list, we've got Anthem. Now, Anthem is just fucking... I, this shit is crazy. Like, I don't... I talked about it a little bit earlier, but with the state of games as they are, where we want to have things that are like more of games as a service, we... It's interesting to see um, Anthem come out because we've got... like it. It wants to be, it feels like it wants to be so many things, but it presents something so new to the table. Like there have been plenty open world titles before, but none of them allow for you to sprint, jump up in the air, launch off and fly up into like just <laughs> up to the ceiling and down into the water. It's just, it's so nuts. You can, it's all seamless, the movement. And like there are certain characters that have more movement capabilities. There are some characters that can just barrel through everything. It's, it's pretty tight. Um, I, the main draw for that game pretty much is like the customization because I'm a style whore when it comes to video games. Like I'm always changing up my paints in Forza. I'm always, you know, taking pictures and changing my my gear in Ghost Recon. Like it's it's pretty bad. I spend more time changing the way my character looks in games than actually playing the game. It's it's nuts. I don't even want to talk about like photo mode and anything. But um, Anthem is definitely up there for what's going to be taking my life at the end of February. So <laughs> I really hope that um, it's up to snuff just because it's developed by Bioware, who is infamous after Mass Effect Andromeda. Like that was just a horrific failure. I I don't believe they had something that was such, like, such a prestigious IP as mass effect and then have something as mediocre as andromeda come out so but we'll see um we're in a brighter day the <laughs> ubisoft is creating 
a division two. So I feel like we're at a point now where anybody can have redemption. But uh, um, no, Anthem is going to be sick. I'm, I'm excited. But um, let's see. Another one that isn't on this list currently is Kingdom Hearts 3, which comes out on the 29th. Uh, so yeah, no, that's super dope because yeah, I I was raised on Kingdom Hearts. Like this is fucked up. It's funny how like nowadays I talk to my gaming friends and I'm like, yo, are you getting Kingdom Hearts 3? And like none of them were into Kingdom Hearts back in the day, which I mean, it makes sense. Disney characters, Final Fantasy. I, I don't think it tickles anyone's fancy, but I just... <laughs> I'm about to I, like that would get rage from fucking Kingdom Hearts fans because I said that, but um no like <laughs> I I'm like a kid at heart dude that shit is it panders to my interests because it's just so fucking dope like <laughs> Japanese RPG elements with fucking Disney characters it's such a weird combination crossover thing that I'm like I've always been interested in it like to this day I can't believe something like Kingdom Hearts was made it's something like super smash brothers like i can't believe that shit was made like that shit i i'm trying to get a switch so i can play fucking um both uh oh god super smash brothers and monster hunter uh generations ultimate oh i don't even want to (laughs) like the switch has been something that's like i really want to have a new like mobile system because that's cool because my life is like on the up and up and i'm like i (laughs) more and more I'm thinking about it, the less and less I want to be at home just chilling and playing games. Like, it'd be cool to take my games with me. So, a Switch is definitely in my future. But, um, but no, like, that doesn't detract from the AAA titles that are coming out on on the, the, the flagship systems. Uh, because, like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, we're in a world now where, like, Red Dead 2 is out and fucking we're on, Kingdom Hearts 3 is about to be released. Like, the only thing we're missing is like half-life three <laughs> so it's getting nuts uh companies are trying to like are having talks into doing like crossplay things so hopefully it will just be a matter of what system you're dedicated to i really really enjoy i've enjoyed the xbox's run ever since you know the release of the the one because um they were they were very uh lax they weren't very entertaining and not consumer friendly when they were first um released it was just very there wasn't a lot of like really good exclusive titles the infrastructure of xbox live wasn't near what it is right now right now we have like all this stuff with i mean we've always had like the games for gold and stuff but even now we've got better things in terms of like the backwards compatibility and like game pass and stuff like microsoft has been killing it with that that's such a cool like concept not just putting xbox one current gen titles on their you know subscription-based service but also having like all these backwards compatible 360 and original xbox titles i was just playing ninja guide and black the other day and oh boy (laughs) it's just as hard as i remember but um they're making it so that it's not just a system anymore. It's not just a generational thing with the Xbox, but it becomes a family of Xbox systems, which is pretty cool. I think that that's like, you don't, it's way consumer friendly now because like you've got these pieces of equipment that will effectively collect dust. Like, you know, like the PS2 did and your N64 and stuff. But with this new, mentality that microsoft is going for them that they're with their play anywhere titles and all this i feel that it's very 
it's really friendly to to gamers and I don't know maybe I'm just riding some Microsoft dick right now but I've read so much about people saying the PS4 is better PS4 all this but I mean like I will give you that PS4 is a good system but honestly like it's really only got its exclusives going for it like you guys have got God of War you guys have Last of Us um I'm, I'm sure i'm forgetting a bunch of them but you guys have persona and i'm like I, I love anime games so i'm really salty that that game didn't come to xbox but i mean at the same time you gotta go where people care for your money and just even the fact that like there's the games for gold thing like i love that there's multiple games that they offer and i know that there's the ps4 plus thing that they offer it's like the same exact thing where they offer free games a month but I just I feel that like the variety and the ability to give up 360 games as well on their subscription service makes it way better because we've got all these games from the last gen that we have so many memories with that I wish that I could play on PS4 like if if they had a um, the same idea like a game pass thing or a backwards compatibility thing and they had all their ps2 library bro i would be riding some sony dick right now because the ps2 was my system ps2 had devil may cry freaking uh, um what else did they have uh persona they had uh, uh i just remember like the fucking i remember like blowing so many hours on dynasty warriors uh like I just remember the PS2 just being the it system for me. Like I remember all the like the Mega Man titles, all the DDRs that I played. There's actually a funny story where I played DDR for a gym credit in high school because they were trying to have a sign up for table tennis, and I was just like, okay, I played table tennis to be like one one quarter to be to humor you guys because of whatever. But I would much rather play Dance Dance Revolution than go for another quarter of ping pong like fuck all that and i'm not showing up at zero hour at 6 a.m in the morning to go to bowling fuck all that so i was like just get me a tv and we'll go from there (laughs) so the next day me and my homie we brought in our modded ps2s which can play like japanese ddr games and we just set it up and i remember like just rocking shit and everyone was like what what this is a thing like (laughs) it was like that's one of my pride moments just because like in pride moments in gaming just because when people talk shit about games and then they don't look at it in a full spectrum like what all games can be and everything that's what really bugs me about people that don't uh, that write off video games in its entirety like I feel that there's a, there's very much a game for everyone and every single kind of person, and I mean, like there's this whole idea that it's a it's a waste of time, but I mean, it's just a pastime. Like it there becomes a there becomes a very uh, strict line between like what is interfering with your real life and then like your games and shit. Like it's very, I mean, at least for educated for literate gamers, it should be like I don't know. I feel. <laughs> um uh gaming addiction is a very big problem nowadays and uh i feel that um it's not not a lot of people like they don't uh acknowledge it they don't um it's just as bad as like any other addiction but at the same time like i've I've heard of so many people like back in the day losing their friends to like world of warcraft and shit like that um i've even 
you know, you hear stories nowadays about people like destroying their kids' um, game systems because they play too much Fortnite. And I mean, that's cool and all, or parent how you want, but at the same time, you have to, like, there's a very strict, like, there's a division of, of what these things are. Like, you, there's, there's, there has to be, like, a technological literacy. I've said this about phones. Like, you have to be able to separate shit, and I feel like a lot of people's te- uh, parenting styles, teaching styles, parenting styles is just using their iPads or essentially their game systems as babysitters and then they get mad whenever the kid prefers to spend more time with their games than their fucking family and I mean like you've got to there's it's 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 weird to me because I'm like I'm not a parent myself but I also I've been in charge of like a team I've been in charge of people before and I you know you have to learn how to fucking communicate with people this is turning into a whole nother subject (laughs) going back to everything uh, about gaming but um no like uh this 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 February is gonna be fucking crazy just with Anthem and Kingdom Hearts alone like I uh looking forward I I can't even let's see let me see here what do we have going on on March Dead or Alive 6 Left Alive, Total War. Oh, Devil May Cry 5 is on March 8th. Let's, uh, that's a story for another time. Devil May Cry is like my fucking, is my lifeblood. I live for the Bloody Palace. Um, <laughs> uh, Division 2 on March 15th. Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice on the 22nd. Uh, Tropico 6. Yo, Tropico's tight. Like, SimCity games are fucking tight. And Yoshi's Crafted World on 29th of March. Oh, well, um, there's not as much crazy shit happening in March, but I mean, there's still Division and Dead or Alive and Devil May Cry. Holy shit. Okay. So maybe, but, um, but yeah, no, like I, I played a lot of Devil May Cry back in the day. Like I, I love Devil May Cry 3. That, that shit was just, uh, I'm all about Beowulf and, and, I don't know. Just the big draw of Devil May Cry for me is just the combo system. No game has come close to just being able to launch somebody up, keep them juggled with your guns, jump up with them, and then smack them down to the ground. Or you know, it's just some crazy fucking combo shit. I'm just like the amount of creativity that that game allows for you to do is is mind boggling. Just like everything with the canceling systems and how combos work and the style system. Like, nothing has come close to uh, as challenging as Devil May Cry has been for me. Like, there have been, I don't even, I don't even know if there's, like, I mean, Bayonetta, but Bayonetta was literally made by, like, the same team. So, um, yeah, no, I can't think of anything. I mean, like, Dark Souls is something completely different. Um, That's more of, like, a survival game, but... uh. Yeah, no, Devil May Cry 5 comes out. It It's like they bring Nero back as the uh, the main antag- antagonist, protagonist. Um, he doesn't have his devil arm anymore. He's got like mechanical arms that we can use, which are a big, big draw of the, um, <laughs> the gameplay, which is pretty cool. So I'm excited to see about that. They're bringing old man Dante back, which is kind of cool. Um, and then they have a new playable character named V. And it looks like he can control like shadows and the shadows like can become like create creatures and monsters and stuff. It's, it's pretty cool. It looks interesting, but, um, but yeah, no, um, 
March itself too also looks crazy in terms of video games. But um, let's see. Yeah, no, I that's that was it for um all of February. The ones that I care about. Yeah, kind of a short short episode this week because I'm pretty tired. I fucking spent a lot of this uh, this weekend fucking editing and playing Anthem just because that VIP demo ended super early. Um, it ended at like nine o'clock tonight. It was kind of crazy, uh, but yeah, that was pretty much all the games I cared for about in February. Uh, I'm going to be. Heading back to the movies, hopefully, this week. Uh, I want to go see Glass and the Broly movie, so I want to have reviews for those up uh, sometime within the next few weeks. Uh, I'm kind of, like, lax in terms of, like, doing release movies just because last Christmas season, last summer, was very, like, tough just in terms of trying to keep up with all the things that were coming out. Having two, three movies come out a week was kind of nuts. The things have kind of slowed down, uh, so now I'm kind of in the mood to just do... Uh, movies that I really, really care about. So, like, uh, pretty much, I, this there's been a, a change, a shift in the things that we're covering here because I definitely don't didn't want to just discuss like performances in movies. I actually wanted to discuss things that I was super, super interested in. So, here we are. Um, anyways, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Jam the Radar. Um, We will be here next week for another. Thank you again so much for listening to this really, really short episode of Jam the Radar. I'm just exhausted this weekend. I spent a lot of it working. So um, thank you guys again for listening. Uh, We release episodes on Mondays on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher and CastBox. You can catch us on the social at Jam the Radar on Instagram and underscore jam at underscore jam the radar on Twitter. Wow, I really fucked that up, you guys. Um, but we will catch you again next week for another sweet episode. I'm my my guest list is like sweet. We will catch you again next week for another episode. Thank you again for listening. All right, bye.